Just a quick heads up, you probably know by now that we tend to swear, but we wanted to warn you that we dropped the C word a number of times in this episode. So, maybe not one to listen to with the kids around. Welcome to Frock Flicks, the historical costume movie and TV podcast. And I'm your host, Tristan Elbass, here with one half of our original Broadway recording cast. Kendra Van Cleave. And this is it. This is technically the series finale of Downton Abbey. A.K.A. Mary is a Bitch. Episode... Eight. Yes, except there's still the Christmas special as it was in the UK, which will be our finale here. Right. So this was an extra long episode, jam-packed with Mary's Being a bitch, 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 bitch. Uh, Or really, I mean, this is her raging bitchness. I usually, we gotta get right into this. I usually stick up for Mary. (sighs) I was livid. She livid. She pulled out this all out all the stops and was a super mega cunt. This is worse than when Edith wrote to the Turkish consulate about Pamuk. This is worse than when Mary wrote the note about Edith and the old guy and fuck that wedding. This this is, this is, I mean, fuck Mary. Mary should have just like taken some dynamite and blown up Edith. That would have been nicer. Yeah. And, and that Edith attempted to make amends at the end oh was my just God. like how is she, she why why is she such a good person because why? mary does not deserve it no the no. only person mary mary was pissed that people were mad at her and she w- felt bad that she yelled at anna and other than that yeah fuck she, her no remorse fuck her no i don't care if they're gonna try to tell me that she had remorse in the end fuck her she, i'm so pissed she had no remorse she is a remorseless being and because here's the thing, I think Edith's character is fascinating because, I mean, Mary, okay, I find all the, many of the characters on the show fascinating. I think Mary is interesting because she is so prickly and yet at the same time so strong and blah, blah, blah. But Edith is interesting to me because of the person, she's the one who's always overlooked and who overlooks herself and, you know, it, it, and I just find that an interesting dynamic. And just, again, so many times Edith has had happiness dangled like a little carrot in front of her and... It always gets yanked away, and this was just so cold-hearted. Really? So cold-hearted. It it was... I mean... Oh, God. You know, being that this is the, the series finale, you know, and they were marching towards everything, you know, wrapping up with a neat little bow... Yeah, I mean, you you expect some little bumps along the way, but... And you, and you don't want it to be perfectly packaged, and that's fine, but I just felt like... A, it made me furious to watch Mary's story, you know, will she, won't she wrap up and her get married and blah, 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 and her get to be happy while Edith was, life was still totally fucked. I mean, if it had been vice versa, I would have enjoyed Mary and Henry's wedding and been all, yay. But as it was, fuck her. So, and of course, you know, they start off the episode where um, uh, everyone learns that the Marquess of whateverness 
um, had died, and um, they and they realized that Bertie, uh, Edith Souter, was actually the Marquess of whatever's heir. We literally did a victory lap here. We had to watch it twice because we were cackling so hard at the look on Mary's face. Oh, that was priceless. It was so good, and we. I mean, that was like. That was like you lift me up to the tops of Everest and then crash me down. But oh my god, okay, I gotta was, try and rechannel that. That because was that was six seasons of that was, bullshit. That was suddenly so, redeemed. That was so satisfying. Oh, it was, that was it that was. was like like oh Mary, would you like to like hold my train at my coronation? Yeah, like oh, yeah. like oh my god, it was so yeah. good. It was awesome. It was I mean, so and good. you saw the characters in the show. I mean. Freaking the the Earl when he's going to bed, he's jumping up and down with glee, like he's like my, giggling. My middle daughter, who's been shat upon so long, she can be a marchioness. Woohoo! And and you know everybody which outranks which outranks family, all of them. And and he's just giddy, you know. And and and, and everyone's kind of thinking, well, oh, will he throw Edith over because now he can do better? Yeah, but he doesn't. He yeah. turns up and he's like, I still love you, and, and I want you, and and I can't do this without you. And he's totally down with, you know, I want you even more now that I have to, I have to be the Marquess. Oh. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh, I don't know if I should tell him my, my Oh, God, and that just killed me because, you know, the rule is always just tell him. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Here's the thing. Edith should never be allowed to wax her own legs. No. Because if she does, she'll try to, like, eat, 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 pull off tiny little bits and just, no, you just no. got to rip. You One, just got to rip. One big swath. And I'm not much into waxing at all, but... Uh, I can tell you and things like this. Just tell him. Just tell him. I mean, I was like writhing. Yeah. And of course she didn't. And and I get it. I get all of where she was going. But she should have when he was like, okay, I consider it settled. She should have said, let me stop you there. Even if she didn't tell him, be like, there's still shit we need to work out. So don't quite, you know, yeah. go there yet. Because I've got a bomb for you. Yeah. And I think, he, I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy. And I pray that in the finale... He will come back around, uh, and I hope that he will get the fuck over it. And I get that he was like, like, oh, but she tried to trick me. But clearly she wasn't. Clearly she was wrestling with things. And I think the only thing Mary could do to redeem herself would be to go to Birdie and be like, I am a mega cunt, and here's and, why, and marry my sister. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and lord, let her lord it over me for the rest of my life. Exactly. And, you know, I wish she'd done that in this episode, although the guy was, like, heading straight off to Tangiers to settle shit with his, you know, cousin, whatever. Uh, dead cousin. But, um, you know, but still, God, Mary, just make up for it. Jesus. Oh. God, that was... That breakfast scene, man. It was so cool. You could see, you, you know, saw it coming a mile you away. You saw it coming, and Tom saw it coming, and he was like, ah, ah, and, and Edith saw it coming, and it was like, you know, it's, it's, the tr- it's the train coming down the tracks, and you're tied on the, on the railroad, and you're going, oh, shit, here it comes. Boom! Edith and Tom should have grabbed Birdie and run screaming out of the room. I know, really. They should have grabbed a candle and lit somebody's hair on fire. Uh, seriously, just, Anything, you know, anything. God, thrown food at Mary or yeah, something. something. Yeah. Uh, Smother just, her with a pillow. God. Anything. You, Stick you, a fork in her ear. Jesus. It was so bad. It was so frustrating. So. And I know, of course, you know, and I have, okay, I have to say, I have felt like Downton Abbey has gone on a bit long. I mean, I've been enjoying it. I've enjoyed it all along. I feel like the first season was 
perfection. And since then, it's always felt like eh, we're eking things along. <laughs> I will say it's good that they've managed to elicit this amount of emotion in me yeah. at the end of season six because <laughs> damn I am invested in seeing what happens next I and I'm totally invested in all of this shit but I do feel a little bit ripped off in that I was I mean clearly I was team Henry Talbot and I'm generally team Mary and I was gonna really enjoy the two of them hooking up and I feel like that the rug was pulled out from under me and I didn't get to enjoy that because I was so pissed at Mary so again, I, I'm I'm glad that they were actually able to keep me emotionally invested this <laughs> this long in, into the series, but I. I'm but pissed. at what cost? But at what cost? Okay, how about this? Okay, so in the finale, Mary will like scrubby this toilet and fix everything, and then we can watch her and Henry Talbot shag. After she's fixed everything in Edith's life, while wearing really shitty clothes. Because here's yes. the one one slight. It's not really a consolation, except that when she was accepting in the very last bit, well, she was accepting Henry Talbot's semi-proposal, which she kind of proposed to, whatever. She was wearing the shittiest thing, perhaps the shittiest thing she's worn in the show. First I, off, it was the grandma blouse. The, the, and the cream, the cream high-necked, uh, standing ruffle around the neck, and then a ruffle dicky down the front with pearls. And a grandma sweater. Yes, that was a, like this weird crossover that kind of made her look like pot belly yeah didn't with hit a, it a good with, place in in a pastel sort of zigzag thing with a long very long yeah, what's with the hemlock the hemlock really i really want to double long. check my my 20 sources yeah because i know hems went up and down but i thought they went really far down in like 22 23 and then went back up so yeah. this is 25 it's supposed to be still 25 this so, whole season i'm confused so, about that but whatever yeah tristan i think was more offended by I mary's outfit hated this out- <laughs> i seriously wanted to puke this whole outfit was just it was mumsy to the max. It was so ugly on Mary. It was so ugly on anybody. I, I mean, if my grandmother wore that, I'd be like, um, we can do better. <laughs> Come on. And my grandmother just died. So really, we can do better, you know? Uh, and, and she had to accept, you know, Henry. They had to get, they had to propose and get all macking on each other. Yeah. And when she was wearing this shit-tastic outfit. I mean, so, really? You couldn't put her in some fabulous sparkly evening dress or just even something just her fucking cute. tweeds i mean mm. anything yeah god she's gonna wear just oh, god oh. it was so gross jesus i mean she was having this heart to heart with granny who comes and tells her you know who to marry and granny looks better yeah you know yeah god yeah, oh, totally puke, more pukey. sense of what what worked on her but since we're on Mary, let's let's talk about okay. some of the other shit that Mary wore. Yes. Um, so there was an early scene early on, just a quick bit where she's in the village and she's wearing this red coat with an asymmetrical collar. Yeah. And it reminds me, I think she wore a bluish kind of something like that in the yeah. last episode. But it was so. this really nice overlap. Uh, I, I, I could draw it for you. We'll do screen caps, obviously. Yes. But I like the color as always. Cranberry so great on yeah, her. And the, the asymmetrical collar was definitely. really neat. Um, and then at dinner, um, so oh oh, so the, one of the early dinners, she's wearing this interesting dress which has black, some interesting tassel things. Oh, was that so that okay? Well, I think we need to talk about that because it was black with these with beading, and it was this, there was some subtle gold in the beading, and then these tassels that sort of came like around her midriff. But yeah. it was really neat. Yeah, it was really great. Um, just something I. I haven't seen before and yet is so deco and it was really fabulous. But then... But then she's wearing a head necklace. 
Yeah. Can and talk about head necklaces. Let's talk about head necklaces. So I've ranted about this on our blog occasionally. So like Da Vinci's Demons, oh, the shit-tastic show that we've snarked a lot. Um, they have a big thing about head necklaces. Also, uh, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, which Sorry. is a really cute show. We know you we all like love it. it. We do too. But they have a thing about head necklaces. <laughs> and it is literally when you take a necklace and you plop it on your head and think and call it good. And th- pretend it's a bandeau or, or, or a tiara or, or some kind of fucking uh, anything or, you know, a crown or whatever. Right. And, and, and it looks like it's a fucking necklace yes. on your head. You can tell the difference between something that's been designed to wear on the head and something that's been designed to wear around the neck. Yeah. And you just at, can. At this dinner, Mary was just wearing a head necklace. I mean, yes. it was probably a nice, it was antique or something, but it was a necklace meant to be on the neck, not on the head. Yes. And, you know, they may have done that. But it looks stupid. Yeah. It looks like a head necklace. Yes. You know, I, that's good. note for Snark Week, head necklace. Yeah, totally. Yes. Uh, we're, we've got our whole list for every yes. year for Snark yes. Week, head yes. necklaces. Because they just, they look, okay, most of the time when they're done, they are cheap, which is why they look cheap. They look like you went to Claire's at the mall and yeah, bought or Hot some, Topic yeah, or whatever. Bought something sparkly and, and stuck and, it on your head. Yeah, put some bobby pins in the back. Yeah. And then you've got, ooh, that's, spark, that's like a thing on my head. Yes, no. you're wearing a necklace on your head. Yes. So other than that, it was a very interesting outfit right. by Mary. But then there was another dinner. Yes. And Mary was wearing a, a black beaded number. Oh, this was the okay. This, this is... was the one where she she was pissed because Tom had invited Henry Talbot to come visit. So she wears this long, slinky black sequin beaded, beaded number that I'm sorry did not say go away. It it was a come fuck me dress. It was a come hither dress. It was not a get the fuck out dress. It was. It accentuated everything. Yeah, it she was, looked great on it. She looked fabulous. It looked like, if you, you know. If you're trying to break up with someone, look dumpy. Yeah. You know, or something. It, it was it was the, you know, and we're going to go shag tonight dress in 20 different ways and, ten, and 40 different positions. Right. And then, except for the shit on her head. What was the shit on her head? It was, it was like a little Juliet cap, netted call. It was kind of square, but it not. Was, it was... It was, it was the, it was basically, it was a jet beaded doily <laughs> and it was on her head. And again, maybe it's very period, but it looked very stupid. Yeah. It just, yeah. Uh, it didn't, it's it not didn't, her thing. It, it didn't work. It, it didn't It work. was also, it looked very Liza Minnelli. It yeah, was kind of that. I remember when Life I used to. Life a cabaret. Yeah. When I used to play a uh, dress up for my mom's closet in the seventies, she had this knit black sequin <laughs> that I would always wear. Uh, you know, yes. one of those ones. It's not a beret. It's not loose enough. It's a cap, but yeah. it's knit. Yeah, it, it just it's, reminded me of that. Yeah, it, it Yeah, it was weird. It implied uh, jazz hands. It really did. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah. Uh, was there any other Mary? Uh, uh, how about her bride? wedding dress? Oh, mumsy the... Mums is the word. Mother of the bride. Yeah. Okay, I liked her hair. They put some curl in her hair. That was nice. Right. And I like that at least it wasn't a super high neck. So the dress was the uh, was a mother of the bride, circa nineteen eighty. Yes. The Barbara ha- Bush probably wore that at one of her children's weddings. The hat weddings. was J.C. Penny Church Lady. Totally. Hat. Um. Yeah, oh, wow. I mean, it's a second wedding, but doesn't mean you have to look like ass. Yeah. I mean, really, girl. Wow. Yeah. That was. That at was first, I was cool. trying to like it, but the more I looked at it, the more I didn't. Also, when she stood up, it had these um, V lines of trim that went straight to pointing to her cunt. Well, <laughs> maybe she was worried Henry would get lost. Uh, and it also had these over. I'm not sure if there was like an overdress and an underdress, but so it was almost like that was like. Um, 
like an over yeah. cardigan or an over yeah. jacket. So when she sat, they kind of pooched open. Yeah. And that it wasn't was great No. I don't know. She was not bringing it on the fashion level this episode. No. You know, except again for that black dress that was misappropriately worn. Right. Um, so yeah, that's Mary. All right. Come to the year. Yeah. Let's talk about just a couple, a few things about Rosamond. Um, as always, she looked great. A lot of gold evening dresses. And I liked, of course, seeing a lot of her. The one thing, and I've noticed, noted this on our blog, but I haven't talked about it on our podcast. I love what they do with her hair. So she clearly still has long hair. And what they're doing is they're, they're doing it into uh, finger curls and Marcel waves and they're making it look like she's got one of those really high angled bobs, but the way they're laying the curls. But then if you look, the hair that's kind of from the ears down to the nape of her neck, that is sort of smoothed up and put into some kind of twist um, that's usually covered with some sort of decorative thing. So it's, it's as though it's the same silhouette as like Mary has, but it's still long hair and it's yeah. really pretty. It is very nice. Um, and, you know, Rosamond had some, you know, some nice day wear, including some great accessories. She always has these, not always, but frequently has these um, chunky necklaces. Like this time she had some nice amber. She oh, yeah, that, that first other scene episodes. she was wearing, the first scene she was in, she was yeah. wearing a black beaded dress, but it had am- long amber beads. It yeah. looked so great on yeah, her color. very kind of the bohemian um, yeah. style that she does. She did have a really shitty um, evening dress you didn't like with the shoulders, with the sleeves. Oh, it was a gold dress that would have been fine if it was sleeveless, but it had this like sheer net sleeves that just turned it into one of those short sleeve, yeah. again, 1980s mother of the bride, verklempt yeah. wear sort of yeah. thing. And yeah. yeah, just lose the sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Edith. Edith. Since we've talked about Edith. She was in a her. lot of gold this really episode. Was. Yeah. It's Again, it's interesting to look at all the colors and how different people swap into different color schemes. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes she's so, I mean, for a long time, she was doing a lot of cranberry and mm-hmm. sort of orangey peaches. And she's still doing the orangey peaches. Yeah. But now there's much more pale blue and gold happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she had a um, gold evening dress, um, and then she had this blue Moroccan day oh, dress, day outfit, when, when Birdie first came over. It was all embroidered, mostly cream, but a little bit of color. Yeah, it was, it was really so beautiful. pretty. And I loved the dress she was wearing um, at breakfast when Mary dropped the bomb. Um, and it was just a, a sheer crepe, silk crepe, uh, peach um, sleeveless dress, but I loved the little, the color was great on her. Um, and it had a little necktie that I loved. And then when they go outside for the final goodbye, she puts on a coat that's the same peach and a heavier fabric. And then it has this beautiful embroidery with a lot of light blue that Mm -hmm. it was, it was a interesting choice. Uh, it wasn't the kind of thing I would naturally think of, but I really liked it. And then also when she was walking away at times, you got to see there was some really nice, um, kind of a flutter pattern. Pa- uh, panel uh, hemline. Oh, it was I a that. really different hem- hemline. That was it just you catch a little glimpse of it here and there. It was really yeah. nice. And then and when she goes into London, and uh, yes, because uh, she's pissed at her freaking sister who yeah. I want to drown. Seriously. Um, she's at the uh, the. At, at the magazine, at, at the office. magazine, and she wears this amazing black embroidered chinoiserie jacket it's that was great. So pretty. It was really light colors, like well, whites was, and. Well, no, it was dark. Well, no, the jacket okay, was the jacket black, was but the embroidery was yeah, yeah, was really light colors. Yeah, um, very Chinese very and just gorgeous. so pretty. Really great. And her last outfit, where she does goes to fucking Mary's wedding. I because Mary gets everything. God. But yeah, I would not have. I would have sent her my. a box of horse poo. Yeah. 
and live frogs. Yes. Uh, but she goes and she's she's out walking around the cemetery while the kids are playing, and she's wearing beautiful uh, she's a red dress with a black jacket, and it's really striking. Although I kind of like that. I mean, you know, usually everyone wears all these pastels to the weddings, mm. but she's wearing ha. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like, it was kind of like she's about to burn down Downton Abbey or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? And she's out in the cemetery. Burn while this mother else is, effer down. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's and a the little ki- symbolism, yeah. With the kids playing around some sort of grave. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was somebody's grave. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Matthew's because that's on the other side. Oh, was it? What's her fa- her dead fiance? Did they ever find his body? No, no, because they, oh, okay. they never made right. a deal about Random whatever. side note: I am convinced that the three children—so Sybil and and George, George and, and Marigold—that Marigold, they are normally drugged yeah. because those are the calmest children ever. And so to actually see them running around in that final shot at the yeah. cemetery, I was like, "Oh my god!" They somebody, move. They, they somebody to stop dosing them with Xanax. Unlike the children at the school. Oh yes, where, where Mosley had his first couple of days of teaching, and the first day was they were all like. Wah! And, and then the second day they calmed down for some well, magical well, reason. He, he kept it real, man. Yeah. And, um, and some, you know, yeah. But I don't know. That was fairly unrealistic. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got his job lined up for the, the new new regime. Right. Mrs. Patmore and the House of Ill Repute. Oh, we were howling. That was great. That was so great. And I loved how all the other characters were sniggering, too. Everybody, because it was funny. Everybody thought it was hilarious. It was funny. Uh, you just you can't help but laugh at that. Yeah. And then the, the little fix of, you know, having the... the Them go to tea go there. To tea and I know, there. so they're being photographed for the yeah. the the paper. But, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But whatever. whatever, I thought that was sweet. And we all got some laughs. But then Carson trying oh. to like protect the family from themselves. Of like Mrs. Patmore's Carson. life is screwed here because this is supposed she spent all this money yeah. and and whatever. Oh, but we can't let you say you know rescue her because it might slightly tarnish right the crawling. Yeah, they name. can't make their own decisions. Of course, no, because Carson has to. You know, he knows best. He knows best. Well, remember in the last episode where he didn't want to drink alcohol because the Earl because the Earl couldn't. with his ulcer can't. Right. So yes, we. God, Carson is so up there, but Jesus. Jesus. So, question: Do you think that they brought Tom back and needed to do something with him, and hence got him all in, involved in Mary's love life, or did they bring him back to be the person to get all into Mary's love life? I don't think it really matters. I don't think it really. I, but but I, I, he, I, man, he is team, team Mary, self actualizing, being team, happy. Team, team Mary's getting her butt together. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, he was always. He's basically, Tom is the only one who can talk to Mary. That's true. Um, because everybody else either... He's not scared of her. He's not scared of her. And everybody else is either opposed to Mary in some way, you know, or, or up Mary's butt. And he's the only one who's not, who's neither. Who's kind of her friend and also talks truth to her power. Yes. Somebody so, has to. So, and Jesus. yet that she'll listen to. Yes. Um... Uh, so oh, one thing we forgot to talk about with Mary, she wore an outfit, a day outfit that was, it was either black and, uh, or excuse me, it was either black or navy and that same warm khaki everyone's been wearing. And it was oh, short sleeved yeah. and embroidered. And I liked it because it was something more than her grandma blouses, but you hated it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yes, it's better than her grandma blouses. I'll give her that. And at least the cut was right. And I like, and the embroidery looked kind of Middle Eastern. Yeah. I mean... I hated it just in in of itself. I think it works for her because it looks kind of like armor. 
um, and that suits for her, but just in and of itself, I think it's gross. Mm. Um, I think I don't like the colors. I don't, it's, I feel everyone's been in those colors all season. I I know, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't like them. I don't look like them together. I feel like it, it looks like it has shoulder pads in it because oh. it's so square I on the top. That. It just feels so square mm. and boxy. And I don't know. It just the shape. Again, it looks like armor. So I get it. Mary, she's all uh, uh, pushing everybody away because I'm Mary Haver of no feelings. <laughs> and um, I am an ice cold bitch. So, yay, it works for the character, but boo, it makes me want to punch her more so out of there. God, I hate on Mary. Yeah. Ugh. And there were a lot of parasols in this there scene. There really were. There, usually you don't see many parasols on Downton Abbey, but here, so when Isabel goes to talk to the... No, from the very first scene. Oh, you're right. The very Cora first scene. and Edith are walking and everyone's... Walking and talking. Right, yes, and saying you really need to talk to Bertie and tell him the truth. Yeah. And then when Isabel goes to talk to the potential daughter-in-law. Yes, the, the, the Harry cat. Harry Potter cat. The Harry Potter cat, yes. And then there was another scene later. Uh, oh, oh, well, when Edith and Bertie are talking. Yeah, right. She has oh. another... She's... Yeah. So Karen suddenly, parasol. out of nowhere, all these parasols. It maybe it's just the weather. Yeah, and I like parasols. Oh, yeah. I don't have. It's just whoa. Suddenly yeah, we haven't seen a bunch of them in a while. Yeah. Maybe they just decided. Oh, oh, second to last episode. Let's break out the <laughs> Shit, parasols. We didn't use all these parasols. Shit. We spent we had money them in, on. We had them in stack. Yeah. Um. So then the other big uh, news uh, was oh. Barrow has to commit suicide. Because that's what gay people do in history. That's right, yeah. Uh, Unhappy gay people, which is redundant, because all gay people are unhappy in history. Right. Um, We're saying this all tongue-in-cheek, Right, yes, and this is just the way these cliche stories go. We're not saying that's the way it should be. We're just saying that's the way the cliche stories go. Yes, yes. And thus, Barrow, being a cliche story, pretty much every part of this entire series is, uh, you know, Baxter uh, goes, hmm, yes. I wonder what's going, why does he look so bad? Hmm, I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, what no, was it that not- most, because she asks mostly. Oh, uh, something tips her off and it just seemed like the sim- the slightest thing. Oh, um, Barrow said something nice to Mosley. Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Barrow never says anything nice <laughs> right. to Mosley. Shit, he must be trying to kill himself. Yes. He's the like, old- good luck and uh, with your, oh, with with your, your new life. New life. Yeah. The one uh, thing I'll say, I mean, I do think the cliche would have been that he actually died yeah. uh, and he didn't. But then that's Downton Abbey. And aside from Sybil and Matthew, we've, we've, people we've, don't generally die. Well, we've, yeah, we've had our di- deaths, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So, um, oh, and then, oh, Mary got in another one when, when uh, apparently, oh, Carson has to come in and, and tell the Earl that Barrows um, oh, right. attempted suicide. Uh, he can't just say, oh, there's a problem with Barrow or anything. He just... Well, I think it was good he to... He just outs Again, right l- let's talk. Yeah, well... We need to communicate. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have done it right then. Uh, anyway, he's, he says that. And um, everybody's there. All the family are there. And um, then Mary goes and pours some tea. And, and, and she makes some crack uh, about, oh, well, I think it was a good idea to sack him now, did you? you know, to, her, <laughs> Although, to her father. And she's like, funny. it was funny, but it was like. <laughs> it was pretty bitchy. It was pretty damn bitchy. This is after she's yeah. already well, then know, the said nice the thing, thing about her, to her sister. So it was like yeah. her morning to just really lay it in. Yeah. Although it's nice because I can't remember what the, the Earl said back, but it was something like, don't take out your yeah. bad mood on me. Yeah, bitch. exactly. Yeah. So, um, and, but then, you know, Mary does take up uh, Master George to go see 
uh, Barrow yeah. and he's recuperating. Which was sweet, but then at the same time I'm watching this this little rich boy sit yeah. on this the, the empty stained mattress that's yeah. also in the room, you know? And it's like, oh, we really like you, but we're not going to, like, pay you more or take better care of no. you or any of that. It just, we're the, taking pity. And the whole class dichotomy, and I know yes. this is, like, a major part of of growing up in these houses, but how the kids would totally befriend the servants while they were young. Yeah. And then they get older and suddenly they go into the master-servant dynamic yeah. and yeah. how weird that must have been on both sides. Yeah. Um, although then you end up apparently like Carson, a butt-licker. That's true. Yeah. You know. Um, so apparently George and Barrow, I, I don't know. It's weird. I Though I, the, the one part about that that I do like is that Barrow and Mary are... The shittiest people in Downton Abbey. Yeah, we were saying at one point, like, they should get together. Seriously. Except that they bat for different teams. Yeah. But, you know, she can bend over. You yeah, know? She could... Or she can get a strap on. Either right. way. Or, or, I, yeah. I, I mean, she can take it. The, the, she can take it like a man. Accommodations could be made. Yeah. I, I mean, they are, seriously, the worst people. Yeah, they the would show. be well matched. So, it's it's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing really to mention is Spratt being the, the secret <laughs> advice columnist. That seemed really out of left field. That was really out of left field. I don't know. Are they just, is that, that's his job after everybody Maybe, gets again, fired from being in the big houses. And we stuff. want Denker to starve in the hedgerows, but we like Spratt. Yeah. God. Jeez. Denker needs to be. Jesus. Have a brick tied around her neck. Not as much as Mary. No. No. Let's see. Our list of people who need to have a brick tied around their neck. <laughs> yes, and then push them into the moat. Mary. Number one. She needs about ten bricks. Ten bricks. Uh, Barrow's already tied, tried, tried to tie bricks around his yeah. neck, so eh, yeah. whatever. Denker. Denker. For sure. That's uh, pretty good right there. That's actually kind of yeah. mostly it. That's pretty much it. That's, it's, that's a small list that's of people to hate. List. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, Mary did end up with her two love. Which, again, I would have been so thrilled about if she hadn't just completely exploded her sister's life and that that wasn't resolved. I can't enjoy that until... I feel like I need to see the finale and then go back and watch, like, the wedding scene to have any positive emotions about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what do you think is going to happen in the finale? Okay, so we need to have a dangerous pregnancy for Anna... A dangerous delivery, early delivery. There's gonna be some like, but the baby oh, will no, make it. Baby will de- make it, but it'll be all tense and, and traumatic, and and it'll be like, oh noes, and we'll keep it from Bates at, at the, <laughs> until the last minute she'll, when she'll have it in the barn so that he doesn't know. What is that screaming? Oh, it's the goats. We'll, we'll keep it until the last minute, and then oh, they're both okay. Right. And um. Uh, Mary needs to make amends and tell Bertie that it was all her fault and she told Edith to keep it from him because she's the one. It's all her fault. Yeah, actually, Marigold is her love child and Edith, Edith is just covering for her. And, and and yeah, you have to marry my sister because I'm a big fat cunt. Right. And um, uh, we'll back to Mosley. Uh yeah. Ever get together? Yeah, they need to uh, to have a little cottage of of, of sweetness. Yeah, and yeah. Um, any other loose ends we need to see tied up? Um, I think those are the big ones. Those are the biggies. Edith, and is the biggie. Yeah, it's the and really then biggie. Barrow, Baxter, and Mosley. Although Mosley's clearly found his calling. Yeah. Um, and then the Anna Bates pregnancy. Yeah. And finding some way to drown Mary. <sighs> Totally. Jesus. I was Team Mary up till now. 
I've never been, and I I knew it. I knew she was a bitch, and I'm glad that Edith told her she was a bitch. Yeah, that was super satisfying. Oh, that was good. That was satisfying. I would have liked it if she landed a punch, too, but... Yes. Mary really needed needs to be punched. There was a bitch fight. Yeah, it, well, we were we were discussing ways she should die, and, yeah. and Tristan was coming up with, like, Edith should get a knife and whatever, and I was like, no, that's too quick. You're right. Like, we, she needs to be just be beaten to death. Yeah. Tom, when Tom came in at first, really roiling mad at her... I wanted him to like get a few punches in, and then Edith come in and keep yes. dragging and screaming down down some stairs. I would yes, great. that would have been good. Uh, Hang her off the you know the yeah, roof or yeah, something. Yeah, great. Yeah, totally. Make oh, her well. beg. Okay, so well, we'll see what happens in the true finale. This was just the penultimate, but now, now I'm stressed. What if they don't work shit? What if Edith's consolation is and and I'm a uh, career woman and I'm uh, all about self actualization. But if Edith doesn't get to have career and love i'm gonna be really disappointed seriously they've they've built all this up you know i'm invested mm, i'm invested that's now they, i'm really nervous that's what they did to us fuckers jesus, jesus. how dare they make me julian care? fellows how dare you you <laughs> conservative mp bastard yeah anyway all right, all right. Chime in with your comments Please. on frockflix.com and on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Yep. See you next week. Bye.